Oh, man. Everybody gets excited for this. Once a week, I we do a it. deep dive and look at the news through the eyes of a professional. Professional, not like us. Professional. Not like a no. couple of rednecks in Missouri. A like like a professional. Yeah. A professional news producer. She's been with Fox News, Newsmax, Major League Baseball. She's currently the producer for The Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson. She also speaks fluent sarcasm. So if you're haven't had your coffee or Red Bull today, you, you may need to watch this twice in half speed just to keep up. But pedal faster, like Stacey said, the one, the only, Brian Amarillo. David and Stacey, always a pleasure to be with the both of you. Uh, we're so excited. This is going to be a great show. We All kinds of information. Yes. A ton of fun. For those of you, this is your first time to the dance. What we do is we go through her Twitter feed where she's dropping bombs on the regular, inter- interacting with, with the haters and the love of everybody, yeah. everybody underneath. And uh, we pick a few, and then she kind of expands on them. So it's kind of like if you ever watch a movie and you're like, what's the behind the scenes, the DVD, the interview, the actors? And like, like what was the thought? What, what what was the emotion that you were channeling when you tweeted that? Mm-hmm. Like what were you th- like? Now we get to ask those questions. If you do not follow her on Twitter, you're missing out. It would be enough to go to Twitter just for her alone. Yep. She has over 130, almost 131 thousand followers. She's done 31.7 thousand tweets. That's a lot of sarcasm. That lot. Yeah, that, that is a lot. That's, that's a, incredible. That's enough sarcasm to like sink a ship right there. It is unbelievable. <laughs> and uh, uh, you can go to briannamorello.com and be able to to track her in that space. Yes, B-R-E-A-N-N-A-M-O-R-E-L-L-O.com. That could be a song. A lot of letters. A <laughs> lot of letters. So let's, let's jump right into it. We, we got a lot to cover. We want to get your opinion on the first one. You guys have been doing great work. Um, and I think continuing to put uh, uh, what I consider political prisoners, uh, the J6 mm-hmm. um, prisoners that many are still in solitary confinement, you, you, you've put them and, and don't let people forget mm-hmm. that that we you know, are currently doing. It's, it's, it's hard for me to even talk about because I can't believe America's doing this. But um, talk about what, what you're doing on the show and highlighting. Let's do this first so for people that are just listening. It says exclusive as we're previously, we've pre- previously reported inmates at the D.C. Correctional Facility say they are being tortured and abused. We've also investigated claims that nonviolent J6 defendants are being housed in solitary confinement. Okay, tell us about this. This is crazy. Yeah, it's, it really is crazy. So for the last couple of months now, we've been speaking to uh, J6 defendants who are currently being housed in the D.C. Gulag, is its nickname. Um, and, and they've pretty much reported to us that it's mold infested. They're struggling with breathing. Um, a lot of them are experiencing allergy-like symptoms. Um, and they're concerned about their long-term health. But in addition to that, they also express to us that they're having issues with the food. Uh, mm. The food is either rotten or it's just there's no nutritional value in any of it. And um, stuff like that really does kind of dwell on – it kind of weighs in on your your mental and physical health. Sure. Um, but there was one individual who I have not spoken to directly, but I was told by a J6 defendant that there's an individual in the jail who has celiac, which means you can't have wheat because you'll have mm-hmm. a really bad reaction, which usually consists of like stomach pains and other uh, painful, painful, painful mm-hmm. symptoms. Um, and they are intentionally feeding this individual wheat. Um, and – it's it's something we've been trying to track for quite some time. I've reached out to congressional members to flag it for them. Some of them, like Congressman Troy Nels, Andy Biggs, Marjorie Green, they've been heavily involved in trying to yeah. uh, improve the conditions. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're up against these completely biased um, people who who are running the jails. The warden who, 
at the prison right now is one one responsible for the story that we reported on earlier this week, which is Stuart Rhodes and uh, Kelly Meggs, who are now being housed in solitary. Now, they've actually been in solitary confinement for, uh, Stuart Rhodes has told us, for over a year. Um, and there's no real explanation for it. Um, I've reached out several times. Most people ignore me. Um, and then when they don't ignore me, they respond, but it's very vague. The jail itself said that they're going to look into it and bring it back to me. Uh, Kelly Meggs' attorney tried asking them why he's being housed in solitary confinement because it's not something he's wished or asked for. Um, but the jail tells his attorney that, yeah, he actually did ask for this. He did ask to be housed in solitary. Mm-hmm. So his lawyer said, well, that's obviously then a mistake because I've spoken with my client. He doesn't want to be there. So if it's a simple mistake, let's get him out. And they said no. The warden at the jail is the one who supposedly, reportedly, is the one who is forcing them to be in solitary confinement. Now, solitary confinement for quite some time now, we've known as uh, is being used against the political opposition in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know this because, you know, I personally spoke with individuals like former NYPD commissioner Bernie Carrick, who, uh, if, if you're familiar with him, he, uh, he ran, you know, the, the NYPD in New York City. Uh, he was a Bush nominee to run DHS. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they had to withdraw his nomination due to, um, I think it was he was paying a nanny off the books, if I remember correctly. And then uh, charges were filed against him. One of his lawyers, who was a scumbag, pretty much uh, violated attorney-client privilege and uh, to sell himself out of getting in trouble with the federal government. Long story short, Bernie Carrick did have to plead guilty to a couple of charges. Upon pleading guilty, he was immediately shuffled into solitary confinement. Now, the weird part about it, Bernie Carrick, if you know his career, has ran prison. So there's really no reason for him to be in solitary confinement at all. Um, and they did so with without his approval. And he's not a violent person, obviously. So there was really no reason for it. Uh, later, we found out that the person who ordered him to be held in solitary confinement was Eric Holder. So that was Barack mm. Obama's attorney general. Um, and, and Bernie describes it in his book as just being a horrific experience. Um, he was there for a couple of weeks and then a judge finally did get him out. But um, we're talking about veterans uh, between Megs and Rhodes. And whether you agree with what they are accused of, um, they still claim that they're innocent. And, um, you know, I it's hard to get a decent jury pool in, yeah. in D.C., so um, I wouldn't I wouldn't hold those guilty convictions over their heads. Uh, I still would say that they have a fair shot of being, I, I would say, uh, innocent. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, whether you agree with them or not, you don't have to agree with their political beliefs. There used to be a time where we all agreed that uh, solitary confinement should only be used for the worst of the worst. Yes. Pedophiles, rapists, murderers. And unfortunately, it's being used against political opposition. And so... Um, I come from New York, like I've said so many times, we believed in criminal justice reform and um, they, they wanted to shut down Rikers Island. AOC didn't. That's why I reached out to her about the DC Gulag as well. Um, and they're all going silent on this issue. It's it's a it's a really bad situation that these two men are in right now. And uh, people are not being held accountable. The ones who are running the jails and the DOJ is not being held accountable. Um, and that's why, you know, it's, it's still ongoing. And, mm-hmm. uh, so the district attorney's office in DC, um, uh, attorney general Graves, I've reached out to his office as well to get some type of response because we know it's politically motivated. And, um, we know that likely the, the DA's office might have made a phone call over to the warden and pushed for this, uh, just because they have a vendetta. They viciously prosecuted these two men. Um, and when I did, their lovely comms director, or, uh, I think her official name is like, a, political strategist, whatever it is. I don't, don't even know. Um, 
nasty, nasty woman accused me of not being a real journalist because I was asking questions that she didn't like. And I had a reminder that she's a miserable, miserable person because to have a job that she has to have to sit there and defend this kind of, these kind of actions, you yourself must be really unhappy with your own life. Uh, So I reminded her of that. And I'm going to keep going and reaching out to all these people because we can't just be scared off at like, oh, well, they've been convicted. And so we shouldn't really care for their, you know, their well-being. I'm Mm. always going to care. Emerald's always going to care. And so we're always going to reach out and, and make sure we're grilling these people. That's so important. So to watch that interview and watch other ones with the J6, you can go to frankspeech.com. When you go there at the top, just choose shows. And then it's The Absolute Truth with Emerald Robinson. They can find it there. I think watching those would be important for us to be aware of what's going on. Don't forget these guys. You don't ever want to be caught uh, trespassing as a conservative in America. Uh, for sure, because the justice system is not the same Mm -hmm. for everybody. It kind of depends. And at my advice to flyover family, if you ever, if you ever get accused of something horrific, you better start identifying as a Democrat. Uh, Mm -hmm. and it's really helpful. Um, going to the next tweet. If you don't want the federal government to target you, change your last name to Biden. Wow. Is that Uh, true or what? That, that is exactly, uh, the, the, the truth. Uh, I'm going to go to show the next tweet as well. And we'll have you kind of time into one. Joe Biden wants to lock up every American for crimes the Hunter Biden actually did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Talk about that a little bit. What What was your thought on that? Well, we know that obviously Hunter Biden has a history with drug addiction, not something that I would make fun of or poke at. But the reality of it is, is Joe Biden was one of the nastiest people in the U.S. Senate when it came to that. He was not empathetic to these individuals. Uh, and, and now that the son is struggling with addiction and has been struggling with addiction, uh, he seems to have some level of empathy, but it's because it's one of his family members, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also now hear him pushing gun legislation constantly. And um, what's the point of laws and implementing laws and signing them and passing them when uh, only a select few are going to be prosecuted? We know that they're not going to prosecute Hunter to the degree that they would prosecute you or, or I. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. the reality of it. Yeah. If you you or me lied on our background check uh, about having a drug addiction and uh, we didn't pay our taxes. In the millions. Yeah, in the millions. You need to shave off a couple hundred millions of dollars in tax evasion. Yeah, I mean, he's always going after billionaires. Um, Mm -hmm. At least billionaires legitimately made their money, Joe. Um, Right. But the the issue just seems to be he he wants to implement these laws against you and I, but not against members of his own family. Their corruption is so deep. I know earlier this week, too, we also learned that uh, through an IRS whistleblower that Hunter was texting Chinese um, businessmen uh, and saying, my father's with me right now, and he wants to know why you haven't met your end of the bargain, pretty wow. much what the text messages. And, and that is, in itself, proves that everything that he said regarding not knowing anything about Hunter's business dealings is a lie. Yeah. Uh, Hunter physically placed him in the room. So, um, But it's why you saw the plea deal come out. Uh, CNN, MSNBC is saying it's a great deal. It's fair. It's not fair. Uh, every other American should be saying, you. what would happen if it was me? And if it was you, you'd be sentenced mm-hmm. to years and years in prison. Um, I think Brett Tolman even said decades. Uh, so he, most Americans would be sentenced if they committed these crimes. What are your thoughts with, you know, all these things coming out with Hunter Biden and then these indictments with President Trump? Do you think I the think timing is interesting? Yeah, so they're trying to pretend like it's not a political hit job. I think most moderate voters are people who just don't support uh, Donald Trump. And the end of this, all of us can, can see what, what for what it is at this point. It's mm-hmm. a political hit job. And yeah. so uh, they turn over to the Hunter Biden stuff and they say, well, why hasn't he been prosecuted? Mm-hmm. Uh, pr- the former president is facing up to 400 years in prison based on everything that they've charged him with right now. 400 years in prison. I mean, it's so obvious that you're trying to bury this man. 
while nothing that he's done has led to violence or has, um, or what he's being accused of has led to violence or has, 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 has sold out our country. Right. Uh, everything that Hunter and the Biden family has done has done mm-hmm. just that. Uh, I think I think it's really hard for people to defend not prosecuting Hunter, and this mm-hmm. was their cop out. Yeah, and so it, it's, it's a not bad it's look. nothing serious. It, it, yeah. It's what you would see in a third world yeah. country with a dictator and president uh, in that seat. Yep, All right. I totally agree. Okay, ready? Next up. Okay, there's no such thing as cis or cisgender. You can't just make up terms and expect the rest of us to comply. That's a that's a two pronged thing there because mm-hmm. one just randomly make up stuff, but then. Explain what you your understanding of. I'm going to force you to honor what I just imagined and made up. Is that is that kind of how you take it? Yeah. Well, that's what they've made it, um, and they've mm-hmm. attached it to the LGB community. And mm-hmm. the problem is, if you speak to most Americans who are a part of that community, I don't think they really approve of all all of that that's going on on the other side. Mm-hmm. But they've they've attached it to their movement because it legitimizes it. Um, unfortunately, if you talk to psychiatrists though, and without, you know, going on the record, most of them will tell you that when there's individuals using terms like that, that they do struggle with mental health issues. And so we're putting a bandaid on a much greater issue. And that's, um, there's no such thing as cis and cisgender. There's mm-hmm. just not a thing. And we need to be direct and straightforward about it. And when we sit here and, um, you know, Megan Kelly was at first was like trying to like be as like kind and like like tap dance around it and try to partake in the transgender issue. And now she's saying, I, I can't even be a part of this anymore right? because it's taking away rights from actual biological women. And it's also yeah. in, in part, you're sure. denying what we as women are capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't think people should be complying just to make other people feel better at this point. If we keep allowing, if we keep pushing it and keep saying, oh, well, I'll just, I'll use this turn to make you feel better. It doesn't stop. It never no. ends. So you got to draw the line. And this is where you draw the line. We're not going to use those terms anymore. I think I think I saw it in the post-millennial that Elon Musk is flagging those terms as hate speech now. And we just have to all just <laughs> kind of kind of just, you know, stick it out together. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to ever use those terms in my life or my my vocabulary because it's just not a real term. That's good. What what were responses, some responses that you got when you put that there? Did you get hate for that? What did you, what did people say? Um, I mean, I think for the most part it's been most people agree with it. I think most moderates even agree and even Democrats. I don't think, I don't think mm-hmm. a lot of people want to have to deal with this. You're, yeah. you're really catering to like 1% of the population. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a lot of the people too, who do have negative things to say about that aren't usually real. I think they're just meant to drive up yeah. political tensions yeah. here in the country. Yeah. So um, I think we have to push back and go public with it, but I yeah. haven't really heard anyone get kind of upset with me about this. Um, and I think most people who I talk to are kind of fed up with it. You know, I have a friend who, who works in corporate America. She has a, she has a high, high up job and she's had enough of it. Her human resources department keeps, you know, pushing and pushing and pushing mm-hmm. for her to use her pronouns and her email signature. Um, it has nothing to do with business. Right. And it's going to lead to our demise as a country because everyone's sure. going to keep doing this. Yep. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, even like the pride stuff, you know, everyone was like, oh, show your flags and stuff. I mean, I don't care for what you want to do in your bedroom. Just don't right. include me in it. Exactly. And, and enforce it where it's the number one thing. Man, everywhere. That, that is so true. That's a great point. All right, bro. I got a question. If you if you got a like a you know a garden and you you plant two of the same seeds, you know, like two watermelons, and like one comes up cantaloupe, one came up watermelon, you'd be like, what the heck? How same same happen? soil, same everything. But sometimes it happens. You can have two Republicans grow out of the same state, and they end up totally different. <laughs> and uh, I don't understand it. How? Can this be? Uh, uh, it's difficult to believe that Senator Rand Paul and uh, 
crazy Mitch McConnell came from the same place. I had yeah. that myself because uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's implied because the guy's crazy, crazy eyes and crazy little turkey gobbler thing. He's just a weird dude. How could they both come from the great state of Kentucky? The I mean, yeah. this, the, they brought you the Kentucky Wildcats, yes. basketball, bluegrass, whiskey. How you did know? this happen? How could how could how could uh, they produce Mitch McConnell? Yeah, it's a it's a real head scratcher. I don't know. I just don't find Mitch McConnell likable. I think that mm-hmm. every time I hear him speak, I think I think first off, it's a total snooze fest, and I don't understand how anyone in the Senate could even think like this is this is a good guy. This is what we need to stick with. I need to put him forward for our party. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make any sense unless unless you're blackmailing people behind the scenes or you're manipulating votes. I don't understand how individuals like Mitch McConnell um, keep continue to find their way to one of the top one of the top uh, positions yeah. in in DC. And so uh, it's quite concerning. Rand Paul's obviously America first fighter, and he holds people accountable, and he doesn't give up. Uh, Mitch McConnell is the complete opposite. So it's it's quite interesting. I totally agree. That little barrage of three tweets we're going to put up here to kind of tie it together. But apparently there's a little something called the Underground Railroad. Now, this is not the Sound of Freedom movie. Uh, this is not the Sound of Freedom movie. This is not nope. Tim Ballard. This isn't, uh, uh, you know, um, about getting J- Jim slaves. Caviezel. It's, it's not about getting slaves the real of- Underground yeah, exactly. Railroad and uh, Grandma Moses. This is somebody helping people escape Texas. So realtor, a- hel- realtor helps LGBTQ plus Texans leave state through Rainbow Underground Railroad. Are you kidding me? Is, is that a thing? Are people really trying to flee uh, Texas because they're tired of those like, you know, no state tax and freedoms? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> well, if they are, let them go. Um, but I, I don't I don't understand how this is even a legitimate article. Um Texas will let you go, and and they'll, they'll probably even pay for your exit yeah. at this point if you're fleeing. But um, you're just opening I, up I, a spot for ten more that are coming exactly. from San Fran or, or somewhere else in California or New York. Yeah, exactly. It's literally, yeah, yeah. And it's just kind of, um, I think it's tone deaf too for for those who do are descendants of slaves um, to kind of oh, say something like that because it's time. also like. They went through so much and they were abused. They, I mean, there was just so much that that, that slaves actually had to go through. And so to kind of equate it to uh, being gay is just so ridiculous. Um, if you ask people to what rights do you have as a, that you don't have as a gay individual in this country, uh, they usually stumble over their words and become really upset because there's no logical uh, response there. They have the same rights. They probably even have mm-hmm. more than us at this point in the game, I'd say. Oh, um, they have a whole month. Yeah, they have Devoted a whole month. Devoted yeah, I mean, if you're a vet- veteran in this country, you got a day. That's a day. <laughs> I mean, how does that so, happen? Moms get a day. Dads get. A, dads kind of get a day. I mean, they, they get, get a, a day, day, but they got the crappy cards. You <laughs> yeah, know? they do not have very good cards. There's no that. such thing as a good Father's Day card. Like we've no. had Father's Days. You know, we had it here in Missouri. I'm sure in Florida as well. Um, <laughs> in every state, in it's always state. a big joke. They have to like find, they have to dig through all the cards to find they a suck. good card. That's like, hey, Dad, it's Father's Day, so you can. Sit and watch TV like normal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> they're so stupid. Like, like they don't even they don't even market yeah. towards you know you know good dad. So it's like I don't even think Avery was able to find a daughter to the dad like card. She had to pick a different card that wasn't even daughter to dad. Like from the dog to the dad or something. Yeah, something. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> you know, but but Pride Month's a whole big thing. You know, and so you're right. I but I think there is a rise up between like uh, the 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 L's and the G's are kind of like. Hey, can we get like chill on this thing a little bit and like not be tied into this like extra 12 letters and all the activism because it's just creating a, a tension that really wasn't even there a few years ago. People are just yeah. kind of like just mm-hmm. fed up with it. 
Yeah, and, and most people, um, first off, Joe Biden was not a supporter of, of gay couples getting married. No, he um, wasn't. But most people, no, he, he was actually extremely hateful and nasty mm-hmm. about it and didn't even want to discuss or debate it, which I always think you should have open debate, whether you agree with someone sure. or not, you should always sure. discuss it. Um, but um, it's quite interesting to see how things have turned around. But it also, for those who were against it, it also kind of validates their original point, which was we weren't arguing about gay marriage. We were arguing what was going to come after that. Mm-hmm. And and it's what you're seeing now. You're seeing all of this, like it's like a clown show almost with, with men identifying as women and taking away women opportunities. And uh, it's a complete clown show these days. So I kind of understand now why people were so like, hold the line. Don't yes. give in on this one because look where we are now. Yep. Well, Such a great point. We're, we're here where we are. We're, we, have, oh, we, have, we have male... Convicted male sex offenders being put yep. in women prisons. Yeah. You yep. know, it's like this stuff that you would have never believed, you know, five minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this concerning. is interesting. On on the post, it actually had a, a thing there that said readers added context. They thought people might want to know. The Underground Railroad was a network of Americans who helped slaves covertly escape oh, wow. to freedom. There is no law preventing LGBT Americans from moving into or out of Texas. This realtor is simply providing the service selling homes for which he is paid. And, <laughs> oh, that's really good. I, I literally think most of the media <laughs> thinks people are just like like mentally gone. Like they're, they're dumber than rocks. I think that's how they look at yeah. the public. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's true. I mean, like, you know, there, there's no like outrage over a lot of these, like these things that I'm always like, oh gosh, that's horrible. Where's, you know, this is going to be, this is going to be a big story tomorrow. Right. And then there's no, there's no outrage over it. <laughs> I mean, they could, they could literally lie about anything and um, everyone just kind of just, I don't know if, if most Americans are just like too busy with their own lives to, to, you know, to act like they care. But I mean, that story was pure garbage. And if you lived in the tri-state area and that was your local news channel, uh, I, I would never actually watch them again. No. Because you know you can't yeah. trust them. It's almost like, you know, like a, maybe a three-year-old like talking and you're like, you're kind of listening, but not really like paying attention because you're like, I mean, they don't have a lot of credibility. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. almost like that with these news sources. You're like, okay, they said it, but I mean... What yeah. do they know? I've got a granddaughter. She's amazing, but she's three. She's mostly fake news. She just kind of <laughs> she just kind of talks. She works the numbers. Some stuff makes sense. Some stuff. She's just taking all the words she knows and putting them together and throwing them out to the world. You and know? sometimes makes up her own language. Yeah, and sometimes makes up her own words. I think that's kind of what we're dealing with. That's why people need the absolute truth with Emerald Robinson. Yes. And you do such a great job producing that show. Mm. You guys have the best guests, the best concepts, the best ideas. And uh, literally, everybody needs to tune in to the absolute truth. No doubt about it. Brianna, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. Hello, Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111.
Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Kiss those days goodbye with slippers from MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones? No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin, flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The MyPillow guy. And you're looking good. Still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. MyPillow 2.0. When I invented MyPillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. MyPillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature-regulating thread. MyPillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of MyPillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night? thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a (laughs) handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.